Today's episode is brought to you by Fulton, a modern brand of arch support. Fulton launched the most comfortable, supportive, and sustainable insole on the planet. Fulton believes wellness starts from the ground up and that the feet are the foundation of our bodies. Fulton insoles offer comfortable arch support to align your body from head to toe, mitigating pain, providing comfort, and improving posture. Fulton is creating a world where the shoes we wear are actually good for our bodies, providing you with a sturdier foundation for a healthier future. As someone who has never had uh, issues with my feet um, or really used orthotics or insoles, uh, to be honest with you, this company sounds legit. As someone who is on my feet uh, you know, for work and then also for working out, I'm excited to see what they offer. And now is a great opportunity to check that out as Fulton is offering our listeners $10 off your next purchase at walkfulton.com by using the code PODCAST10. That's code PODCAST10 for $10 off at walkfulton.com check out the website to see how fulton can support you brian your you know your your tweet where you were like mortal Kombat (laughs) is what the parent what the what the what congress was worried about during the 1999 like violence and video games hearings was spot on you may fire when ready podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. How y'all feeling? We are so thrilled to be with you all again, and thank you for joining us. Sincerely. Um, it's a great day. It's a great day to podcast. Welcome to season two, episode 17. I am podcast. We, we are okay. Sign up for the Patreon to see Marcus do the running man in his chair. It's happening. The music is like fucking fire. It's pretty amazing. Um, this is season two, as I said, episode 17. I am podcast, which is a take on the Will Smith movie. I am legend. Um, my name is Doug Wagner. I am one of the co-hosts for Films in Black and White. And in order to do this right, I need to kick it on down to Quarter Zip Brian Roush. Uh, Quarter Zip Brian Roush, how you doing? <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling great. I am in my cozy Quarter Zip. Uh, it does feel good. I will report that. It's got the monkey holes. So feeling cozy, feeling good to talk about all the stuff we're going to talk about. It is a jam-packed show, and I can't wait to get into it. Brian, what did you monkey, call those? What's a monkey hole? So it's hole? like it's like you can put your thumb oh, through the sleeve. Oh. So maybe it's a thumb hole. I call yeah, it a monkey it? hole. I don't know. <laughs> I, this is just who I am and what I do. But um, hey, that's yeah, fine. So maybe it's a thumb hole. So. I mean, that's always what I called it. I was just wondering if maybe I had missed the memo that we were <laughs> calling them monkey holes. Didn't even rich. think about it until y'all were like, "What are you talking about?" Sounds, you like, talking about? sounds like white wealth. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I make those by myself with scissors. I've never, I've never had clothes just come like. This is, I mean, I have those too. I've got like, I mean, I got this both. Is, this is that's right. That's right, Brian. Be this versatile. Is, versatile. This is a great. This is a. I'm so happy with this. Um, you have heard our other co-hosts. We're gonna invite into this space. The one, the only, Marcus J. Desden. Marcus, how you feeling? Yeah, it's, it's time, man. I really needed this. I'm glad to be here. It's time to podcast. We got a jam-packed episode, and y'all better listen to every single motherfucking word we say. Yeah. Are we serious? Okay. Any really? I'm good. 
I'm good. I'm baffled by the we're taking this serious because why <laughs> start we, now? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, no, I'm doing well. It's a good day. Um, it's been kind of a crazy week. Um, I got a new roof on uh, Monday. Oh, which look at this guy. Homeowner adult. He's got a stimmy. No, adult stuff. And wow. then there's the other thing about me uh, leaving my job and going to a new one, but we'll go another day for another wow. day for another podcast. Um, yeah, so that's uh, going through some transition here oh, in the near yeah. future. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, gentlemen, we have to get to our <laughs> favorite segment, Catch That Quotable. Ooh, and yeah. we have to kick it on down to Brian Roush, because I don't know if you know this, but Brian Roush had a flu game six about two episodes ago <laughs> oh, no. and he has secured his lead at the top of the leaderboards so brian it is on you to tell us how you want to play it this week you know what i'm i'm just gonna go with the tiles on my zoom screen okay. so doug why don't you kick us off yeah Doug. all right, all right. bragging about this motherfucking quote all I'm pre-pro. Ve- i am very excited about oh, this boy. quote are you all ready for show okay ready. You're just like every other jackass that I've taken down. First, they try to run, then they try to fight, then they try to negotiate. And when that doesn't work, you're going to do what all the others do when they realize it's over. I know this. I know this. <clears throat> One more time because it's a little long. <clears throat> yep. You're just like every other jackass that I've taken down. First, they try to run, then they try to fight. Then they try to negotiate. And when that doesn't work, you're going to do what all the others do when they realize it's over. Okay. It's an assassin. Okay. This is some type of killer or assassin. I can't determine if it's a it's, female killer or a male assassin. I, I It's it's de- like, right. It's definitely action genre. It is a chase. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I get law enforcement vibes from it, but I don't get, it's not explicit. Like, I feel like yeah. it could be like, Within that realm of like, I don't know, Mind Hunters is a TV show, but like oh. in that vein too. But it's on the tip of my now tongue. I'm on the assassin track, so it is. A, it, it's an assassin for sure, and a, a paid killer, if you will. Doug, what's the hint? The hint is Brazil. Uh, I want to think Colombiana. I'm gonna say Colombiana. It is not Colombiana. God damn it. Doug, is this Fast and Furious 5? Uh, Brian, this is not Fast and Furious oh, 5, God. but you are on the right vibe. Oh, this what? is the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Sean William Scott movie, The Rundown. Oh, my oh, God. That's a throwback. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, throw it away like back that. to The Rundown. I like that. Yeah, I, I like, like that. I touched the edge of it, and it was doing The Rock Johnson, and I was like, I know what this you, is. You know what you did? Notice. You felt around for it in the dark, and you're like, I think I know what this feels like. <laughs> that's and then good, we turned the lights on. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw mean, that movie in that's the That's when he carries around a plank of wood, right, on the back of his pickup truck? No, that's the... Um, that's yeah. not the rundown. That's not the one with Sean Penn. Oh, no, no, no. That's not Sean No, Penn. this is the one where he is an aspiring chef, but in order to pay his way to start <laughs> his own restaurant, right. he is that's a bounty right. hunter, and he has to go down to – they don't really call it anything, but they also reference it as Brazil, so you're not really sure. Is it Brazil? Is it not? So anyway, so they, he has to go down to basically Central America to – Pick up Sean William Scott and bring Sean him William back Scott. home. That's who it was. Yeah. But in the process, wow. they okay. get wrapped up in a whole. I found a really cool cat statue, and there's a legend, and it's a whole thing. 
Yeah, uh, go. Columbiana, well, also a good this, movie. Well, yes. Columbiana is a very feel, good movie. Uh, for a little prejudice saying that one after you said Brazil, but uh, I think pretty, yeah, that's fine. Um, it was weird because the rundown came out the same time as Walking Hard. Uh, walking that? Tall. Walking Tall. Yep. Oh, I think man. those may have came out around the same time. And it was like, oh, okay, look at The Rock trying to be Dwayne The Rock. And he was like, well, your yeah. name is The Rock, not Dwayne. But that was good. That well, was good and here's, and it's interesting you bring that up, Marcus, because I want to sh- tell you how they listed this particular movie um, being cast because it is uh-huh. odd. Um, so <laughs> when you look at how his name is like featured in this um, and how he's specifically listed as the as the character he plays, just give me one second. I'm going to bring it up because it's weird because it's like. They list the name of his character and mm-hmm. then they give you. Yeah. So here it is. It's Dwayne, the Ron Jackson plays Beck, but on IMDB in parentheses next to the character name of Beck, it goes as the rock. So <laughs> Dwayne, the Rock Jackson is playing Beck as the rock. So part of me is like, as himself. Huh? What? So, so Dwayne Johnson is playing the rock. Who's, who's playing, playing Beck. This Incredible. is that like this is that like I'm just I'm just a dude disguised as another dude playing another dude like that's really oh, all that man. this is. <laughs> this and is so when I read wow. I read that that's I was like that's bonkers for sure. Wow, damn. There you go. Okay. Good movie. Yeah. Good movie, dude. All right, Brian. All right, Brian who's, who's going next? All right, uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go next then. Okay. Uh, so my quote beginning now. When I told you when I had to work late. I really went to go see the new Twilight movie by myself, and it was mm-hmm. so bad. All right, second time for everybody playing. When I told you when I had to work late, I really went to go see the new Twilight movie by myself, and it was so bad. Um, it's a comedy. This is a Judd Apatow movie. <clears throat> hmm. Very specific. Do you it know is, the- because I feel like there's a quote in the 40-year-old version where they're fighting... But I feel like he says to his wife, I I told you I had work, but I went to go see the new Spider-Man movie, but I can't tell if it was changed for a different cut. So I'm really conflicted because I feel like I can place it, but not 100%. So I'm going to have to wait for that hint. That was very specific for the quote. Brian, what do you, <laughs> what's the hint? <sighs> very- the hint, I'm going to drop a big one. Um, the hint is going to be Emma. You threw me off. Oh. At least I think this is big, but Emma. It, who's the Emma? Emma Stone? I don't Brian, know. Is this the 40-year-old virgin? No, no, it no. Is... Wait, hold up. Is it knocked up? Sorry, I got it wrong. Is it knocked up? It is not Damn. knocked up. That was it is, is it the 40-year-old version? It is not the 40-year-old no. version. <laughs> But you all did the same thing I did. Uh, this is Crazy Stupid Love, and the lead oh. is Steve Carell. So oh. you all like were honing in on it right here. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, this was Crazy Stupid Stupid Love. Emma Stone was a supporting character. You might remember Jake. Uh, oh my gosh, I just totally blanked on his name too. Ryan Gosling. I was gonna say Jake oh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Steve Carell's going through a divorce with Julianne Moore, and Emma Stone is his daughter, and it's a fun gosh. rom com. That's that's. Brian, that is so good. You and said I was that. getting this was confused with Knocked Up. Love. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an E-Pray Love. 
You said crazy. Yeah. Anyway, crazy you were thinking yeah, crazy of the movie love. where she goes when, to India. Where she goes to travel and find herself <laughs> no. after. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So different. I'm just a man. I don't know anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, white lady trying to find love. Just, I mean, I get it. Like it could have been any. Honestly, that same movie could have came out with anybody, and I wouldn't remember remember the plot. I just that happened to watch fair. it one day, and I was like, I don't know what I'm watching, and I just kept watching it. So yeah. I, I love that, Marcus. Because doesn't 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 mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling date Emma Stone? And Steve so. feels like, hey, fuck you, don't date yeah. my daughter. Okay, yeah, but then they like form an alliance, and he's like, help me get my wife back, mm-hmm. or help me pick up girls. Back. It it's I don't know. It it's weird. Like it's just in it's in this weird era of like Emma Stone making good yeah. rom coms because she also had Easy A, and it's like this was like yeah. right after that too. So. In any case, sure, it's one sure. of my favorites. And then she went and played an Asian woman. So there's that. Ooh, uh, yeah, she did. <laughs> she did that, didn't she? She yeah, absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Narrator, it was not. It, it was, was not. not. Diversity, in fact. All right, Marcus. Marcus, take us, take us home. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to Coolsville. Population, us. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Brian's face and Doug's face. Please sign up for the Patreon. Oh, Welcome man. to Coolsville. Population, us. <laughs> Their faces. What, Doug, like what buddy movie could we even narrow this down to? I, oh. I mean, I don't know. in the past 20 years. I mean. It, Why the faces? I just draw. I keep, because this is just like. Fuck! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it literally here's the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not mad at y'all. It could be anything. <laughs> That's the problem. Is it's like, yeah. there are so many different. First, it's like, okay, could this be, dude? Where's my car? Or could it be dumb and dumber? Or could Let's it see. be like? Right. It's just one of those moments. I'm Marcus, smashing that hint button. Yeah, give us that hint. Your hint is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ready to throw out Teen Titans Go here. Like, the, I don't even... fuck, the, fuck this movie. Whatever it is. <laughs> this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Coolsville population us. Um I... gentlemen, can I please have your answers? I'll, okay. I'll buzz in. Okay. I, I'll go for it. I'm I'll chunk it here. Is this is this clerks? No, it is All not right. clerks. That's great fine. guess. Great guess. That's, great fine. Guess. That's fair. Um, Marcus, is this Man of Steel? It is not. Great guess. It is not. I understand that you saw Superman and thought Man of Steel. This, gentlemen, is the classic, The Iron Giant. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. With Vin Diesel as the robot. Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't pick a quote. My other one was going to be, you are who you choose to be. But I thought that somebody would have gotten that one. So I just I picked the more broad. I can tell you the whole cast of this movie. I cannot tell you that quote. Jennifer Aniston is in this. Like she did Friends. And they're like, hey, do this emotional robot movie. She's like, okay. Also, that was a good movie too, though. Oh, amazing! Diesel, why is Vin yeah. Diesel always doing these like you play inanimate things? Like you know, from doing the robot, he's doing Groot. I mean, yeah, he's, he has yeah, iconic he's voice. He's done some decent voice work. Yeah, he really sounds has. like he swallowed nails. If it's true, I mean, I'm, that's a mental image. That's I was going to say gargle. Well, I was going to say gargle nuts, but that, I meant metal nuts. <laughs> but the other one didn't sound as good. <laughs> I would not. 
I'm not comfortable saying that to him in person. I, oof. I meant nuts and bolts. He's going to get his family involved in that for sure. A whole bunch of F-150 Mustangs pull up to my house. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to get it's me. Time. It's time for family. Like, what the fuck? I like how you made it a hybrid with the pickup truck, too. That makes me really happy. I love it. Um, incredible. Oh, just guys. simply divine. You all, we sucked. We, I don't know. We, what we struck out we got every a big single time. On that one. Um, but hey, you know what? It's always fun playing this, and I love to play it with the two of you. So Hell yeah. you know, shout out to shout out to podcast. Um, so, gentlemen, we have some news to get into before we yeah, get we into the meat and potatoes of this particular episode. Um, Brian, you start us off for catch that quotable. So Marcus, what do you have for news? Okay. So, um, there's a lot of reports coming out. Riri, the Riri Williams, Marvel's Ironheart is getting a lot of different news. They just got their director. I have to look up that name. Um, they, they picked their director who is directing the movie. It's the show about the train. I forgot what it is. I'll look it up and I'll make sure I get it. But phase four of the Marvel uh, yes, it's the head. It's the head writer for Snowpiercer. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I went with that. That's, he directed what? the Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't a porno. Oh I, I thought it was. Oh, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was the directing the train, get it. Um, so, uh, so yeah. there, uh, there's an Ironheart solo series that is going to be coming out. Um, and of course, they announced this at Disney's Investor Day, and it follows the story of Riri Williams and how she gets the Iron Man. Well, she designs her own Iron Man suit. In some renditions, Tony becomes an AI for that suit, or whatever. She is an African American young woman who is very intelligent, high IQ, and becomes this character called Ironheart. Um, and so. Um, Tuesday, the news broke that the Ironheart series has officially has a head writer, um, and it is educator, poet, and playwright Chanaka Hodge. All right, and so it, it was also announced today there's going to be a six episode count for this series. So it seems nice. like Marvel may be trying to six, stick between that six and eight count for their series. Um, Loki being, I think, following with that six, um, six number as well, and WandaVision yep. only one with eight at this point. So I just wanted I to make some- that announcement that they're moving forward and moving quickly with these series. I have some thoughts on the six episode format, but we'll say that. For oh, later we this will. Oh, we yeah. will dive into that. Yeah, we will get into yeah. that in a little bit. That's really yeah. cool, though. Like, I am genuinely excited about mm-hmm. that. I think it'll be fun to see that character play out. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what they do. Like I said, if, like you said, if Tony is um, an AI on that, that would be for yeah. sure interesting. So I don't, yeah, I don't think they'll bring, you know, they got Armor Wars coming out and maybe that'll yep. tie into Riri Williams, Iron Probably. Hearts. Right. I'm more, I have a bone to pick with this, but I can't really get into what I hope they do with this series until we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's fair. Down the road. Yeah, it's fair for yeah. fair. But I'm good. So, Doug, what about you? What news do you have, buddy? So, my news is quite timely for this particular episode, Ooh. as um, there are some rumors with the end of, spoiler alert, for, uh, rumors for the end of Mortal Kombat, um, <laughs> hinting at Johnny oh Cage God. being introduced into... The Mortal Kombat universe? Yeah, like, I don't know what thing we have now. We're calling everything a universe, so I'm just sticking with it. Um, and the um, producer, Todd Garner, had mentioned Ryan Reynolds as one of the characters that they may be interested in having play Johnny Cage. And uh, Ryan Reynolds tweeted uh, a an image of him uh, 
old school throwback uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, basically background and, and Johnny Cage attire. Um, and he was trying, I think, to do some promotion for U.S. News and Mint Mobile. And he basically <laughs> said, what do I do with casting rumors and wireless competitors upset that U.S. named news just named Mint Mobile's 21, 2021 <laughs> wow. best cell phone plan? Finish them. <laughs> and it's him. <laughs> as Johnny Cage uh, in this particular tweet. So he seems to be leaning in and having fun with this particular rumor. Um, Not sure if there's anything to it, um, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with that. I am not sure if I would be particularly jacked about um, this casting, but it'd be interesting to see. Um, We'll kind of go from there. If you do, if you, well, let's, first of all, let's talk about, Ryan Reynolds' marketing tactics are like mm-hmm. phenomenal. He oh, yeah. finds every opportunity. He, he just had I mean, a commercial yeah. for his gin with LeVar Burton. Oh, yep. No, that's not right. Yeah, that's right. LeVar. Who did Reading Rainbow? Rainbow? Yeah, LeVar Burton. Yeah. No, you're LeVar right. Burton. You were right. Yeah, okay, I didn't yeah. know I had that. Sure I, had the, I had to make sure that. Yeah, he just did this really silly commercial and it was just really fun. And he did another one with these other two with like Diddy and some. Oh, and David Beckham. They oh, all sure. have their own liquors and whatever. And so they did that. Here's the thing about the casting for me, and it's not going to take long. Ryan, if you put Ryan Reynolds in this role, he instantly becomes the star of <laughs> yes. this universe. And I'm afraid that if you want the actor who's playing Cole Young to be this star of this universe, you cannot cast anybody oh. that is of that caliber because he's going to steal the show. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think he's going to steal is- the show. I think the other issue is and not to get into Mortal Kombat before we intend to, because we're going to cover that later today. Um, but what I will say is I feel like they really did a really good job with trying to get people who had some level of like martial arts proficiency. Oh, yeah. Not that Ryan Reynolds doesn't, but it seems I feel like you could fight somebody, find somebody with a fighting background, even if it's wrestling, because they had been taught that because of this end credit this end ending scene there's speculation at like wwe's the miz could be involved and he would oh, be a good geez. johnny cage cage so mm-hmm. I, I don't know it's just kind of interesting and i i kind of need to see how it goes so brian yeah i mean ryan reynolds like he, he as marcus said he's always been on top of this i don't know if it's a social media team or if it's him but it definitely feels like him because when the peloton bike ad came out and everyone was like <laughs> is this woman okay like she looks like she's being held hostage like his gin company got her like the that week to film a commercial and yep. she did it. So like he's clearly tuned in. I'm sure he wouldn't mind another gig. I do agree yeah. though that and we'll get into this in the review, but the Mortal Kombat movie, it doesn't have any A-listers. Like so the moment Ryan Reynolds shows up, it's gonna be Ryan Reynolds' Mortal Kombat yeah, like, immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Gladys Knight in the Pips. Yeah, basically. <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. We can compare him to Gladys Knight. Why not? You all yeah. go ahead and Google Gladys Knight in the pitch. Sure. Yeah. For those yeah. of you who are like, what are they talking about? Because um, <laughs> you should know about that. Brian, take us home. What do you got for news? All right. Well, I'm on that Star Wars beat. Thanks oh, to yeah. Marcus. Hat tip to Marcus for this little bit of news. I'm hit apart. Coming yeah, straight from is. Mandalore. He is, honestly. coming. Yes, coming straight from Mandalore. This I guy. This I have to myself saying you were reporting from Alderaan last time. I have this. <laughs> yeah, it's still too soon. In I any case. I fear that <laughs> um, I'm going to be a Sith Lord. 
Like if oh. I get a lightsaber, I have a fear that my lightsaber is gonna come out red, and I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Oh well, like oh no. Well, we'll we'll deal with that at another time. That'll be a whole other trilogy. Look at, That's Brian. Fine. We'll, we'll Brian the Guardian is uh, Brian the Jedi is. Ooh, he's gonna fine. be sick. He's got to kill me. He's got to take Brian the Jedi. Don't, they're very problematic. Don't um, leave me burning on the side of the road. Just kill me. I'm not please. gonna leave you burning like in a in a volcano. Man. Is it anybody else's dream push me to in. shout Just at another? Me. Is it anybody else's dream to shout at somebody? <laughs> I hate you the same yes. way that he shouted it. Yes, I want to yell that, and I want to mean it i i want it to be one of those moments where i go i hate you like, <laughs> i mean i just don't know if i'm ever gonna next, have that next moment. time you stub your toe just do it to your dresser <laughs> that, that won't scare yeah. my children that, it would absolutely either that or my children would start repeating it they would go oh. i hate you and they'd start giggling they'd run off I, I thought you were gonna go the other way with that and be like you are my brother Anakin. like i thought you were gonna go like the light side way yeah. with it but no nah, no nah, let's lean into no. the no nah, let's lean into the screaming the darker the better the black yeah. and the berry Doesn't um like but yeah i'm here because i'm on the star wars beat reporting from mandalore this time and yes uh so some really quick star wars news we are grasping at a few straws here but some important news uh coming from an industry insider so uh if you are familiar with the uh nick baker's twitter account he is a games industry journalist following the beat uh and he noticed uh for phil spencer he is an executive at microsoft he was giving an update and phil spencer is known for dropping hints and teases for various video games and uh basically uh nick was able to see in the background there is a very i'm not gonna say it's but clearly displayed a Mandalorian Funko Pop, which led to a lot of speculation about a Mandalorian video game coming. What does that look like? Mm. Um, and essentially, there is an insider saying that um, that he's reporting and saying that someone is making a Mandalorian game, which is the big news here. That's really and cool. so obviously we wouldn't report on this stuff, but I am going to pair it that at the beginning of this year, Ubisoft made this really big splashy announcement uh, back in January saying that they're collaborating with Lucasfilm to make a story driven Star Wars game and it's going to be open world. So I'm just okay. going to put this out there. I think it's totally possible this is okay. happening. I think the Mandalorian is a really Red Dead Redemption, but it's I space. mean it's a very ripe universe to like make your own dude yeah. and then go do things in that universe with things uh so i think that would be a good home i think it would make sense uh and i think it would be a fun tease we also have e3 hmm. coming up in june which is about sure. a month away so all those pieces could be put together as a star wars fan that's exciting and uh and yeah so that's where we're at with that surprise everybody it's a cara dune game oh man your goal is to you just sit in front of a computer and you type tweets and your score is how many people are angry about it and you got to compare every, you got to compare all your down points of the day to the holocaust yep it's and if you because that makes sense yep you go on comparison streaks if you can link three or four together it's like and here's the point hero. and here's the Jeez. here's the best part of the game you're always a loser you fucking loser <laughs> Jeez. but in your head you're oh there. man oh oh man yeah. well brian way, not to take away from your news that sounds really cool actually I it does really be, no it does sound cool. fun to play yeah. that, i mean this is me putting stuff together we'll see what happens no, how do you create a story 
based game but a open world game what is i don't oh, is man. it like gta is that is yeah that right? yeah basically okay. it would okay. be star wars gta and ubisoft uh, has a long history of making open world games well they did spider-man um, didn't they they had mm-hmm. a phenomenal spider-man 2 game i think i i would have to look oh no up. that's really Activision. quick that's Activision um, was that way but yeah. i mean they are known for like assassin's creed they yeah. are known oh, yeah. i mean like they are just Yep, and they they, I mean, they have a lot. Um, Assassin's oh, Creed Black Flag sense. was super super cool. So if it's Assassin's Creed Black Flag in space and with a Mandalorian bounty hunter, I <laughs> am one hundred percent here for it. Yeah, I feel like this the the formula is really easy here, and I feel yep. like uh, it can be easily transferable. So I, yeah, it's printing money, really. Yep, it's yeah. you're absolutely right. Um, Baller, awesome, cool. Well, great news, everybody. That's that's that exciting uh, exciting stuff all around. Gentlemen, we are going to get into um, a couple of different topics today. So I'm going to kind of give you all the landscape um, and then we'll sort of dive into it from there. I love it. Y'all, Mortal Kombat was originally scheduled to be the movie that we reviewed this week. However, two things happened that have taken away from our ability to give 100% of our attention to Mortal Kombat, and that was, first, the Oscars happened, and as a movie podcast, it would be irresponsible for us to not at least talk about the Oscars. Absolutely. Um, And then also, the final episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier Debuted. pissed us the fuck off well i mean not to not to show our hand but Oof. yeah kind of pissed the three of us off for sure so what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of cover the oscars we're gonna cover uh mortal Kombat, and then we're really gonna dive into falcon and the winter soldier so for you all who showed up going can't wait till they talk about all those fatalities <laughs> sorry to let you down but we got some bone to pick yeah. uh with marvel studios for sure sorry to our fans in india i know yes. you want to hear about hear about <laughs> us picking apart mortal Kombat, but uh sorry we knew that's we knew why that's why you listened so <laughs> um was the mortal Kombat uh deep dive um <laughs> but gentlemen let's start off with the oscars i'm actually going to kick down i'm actually going to kick down to brian because brian i feel like you Hello. are our oscars dude so brian take us through uh oscars and how that all went down yeah, most definitely. So I, I I do enjoy the Oscars. I did not watch the full telecast this year. I will be okay. totally honest. I, I and, and I made a joke to the group. I just I wasn't down for another Zoom meeting, even though the Oscars were in person. It definitely did have this vibe of just we're doing this to do it. Um, there's not yep. a real good reason yep. to do it this way, but we're yeah. going to do it this way. Yep to say we did um you know so it goes back to just because you can doesn't mean you should uh in any case uh we're gonna do this like the last time we did uh golden globes and really i'm just gonna highlight some of the stuff for us to talk about i think one of the things that i'm gonna bring up here um we reviewed promising young woman and it won best original screenplay uh, sure. which I think was a huge win, especially, um, I, I mean, you look at one, you just look at the story of Promising Young Woman, but I think it's also really important. I want to make sure I get her name right, but I <laughs> I know her name's Emerald. Um, Emerald Fennell. Yes. So that I think is going to be a big deal for her moving forward and her yep. screenwriting and directing. And I think we'll be able to see more stuff from her. Um, so that was the first thing I wanted to highlight. I didn't know if there's anything y'all wanted to add. Um, I think the, I mean, I think if you, I would say that this particular like slot of 
people who were up for things while in some cases was absolutely confusing um <laughs> was also like these were some heavy hitters like movie wise yes. that were up for oscar nominations yes. so just to give everybody kind of an overview um the best picture nominations were the father judas and the black messiah which we talked about mank minari no man land promising yeah. young woman and the, the sound of metal and the trial of the chicago seven like those are some no like those are not there's nothing there's nothing in there that's particularly like light or i mean no, those are some no, really no, heavy, heavy topics those are some really heavy in-depth things so i think if you think about like it's an honor just to be nominated for these type of things they really did a good job picking best picture things um yeah. to be nominated for i think the other thing to note and these are the two things that i have is the trial of the chicago seven that's a netflix movie yes, and yeah. no man yeah. La nomad land which one is a hulu movie Yes. So this is a big deal to kind of reference it back to some conversations we've had about streaming. Well, Sound of Metal is an Amazon production and Sound too. of Metal is an Amazon production. I, I think, to be honest with you, this is a huge win if you're a streaming service producing original content. Because yeah, what you've essentially sure. said is we Fuck can the open theaters. the door and, hey, like Warner Brothers, Sony, uh, MGM, guess what? We can do this shit just as well as you can, and oh, yeah. we can take. It's basically the like I drink your milkshake from uh, There Will Be Blood. Of <laughs> they can take these awards from you without you even noticing it. So don't write them off. Essentially, I think is yeah. the way to look at it. The yeah. last piece of uh, highlight I think that's important is um, for Marvel fans out there, Chloe yes. uh, Zhao or Zhao. I'm not sure how you Zhao. I actually just looked this up. Um, so it's Jow, like J O W is the way I apologize I'm for pronouncing that. Yeah, I know I had to look it up because that's what yeah. you do when you don't know how to say a name. So, yeah, that's so PSA Chloe, uh, Jow, she is directing the Eternals. Yes. So, yes. when yes. the Eternals come out, it will be the first and only Marvel movie to be directed by an Oscar winning director. Ta da! Wow. Kind of interesting. Yep. Wow. Ta da! All right, is it my turn? It is your turn. <laughs> well, Brian, do you have anything else that you would like to say about the Oscars before I go? I mean, I think I know what you're going to talk about. So before we get there, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I, the only other thing, so we already talked about Chloe Zhao, Nomadland, and her connection to Marvel. Um, and that's big. And that's really big. Mm -hmm. and, and I think really big, yeah. Because of her identity, both as yeah. a and 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 her, her ethnicity, race, ethnicity, background yeah. all of that is very very important yeah and, and so i really do want to highlight that no sure. definitely um and there's a really good i believe it's in entertainment weekly they did an interview with her and uh kevin feige um oh, huh? talking about exactly like what are you doing with eternals is essentially the tone mm -hmm. um i'll make sure to tweet it out from our twitter account here before the episode hits um the only other thing I wanted to talk about before we dive into Marcus's, and I can't wait to get to that. Um, just wanted to talk about really quick here, best supporting actor. Um, yeah. We had talked about this back in February when the, or whenever the nominations were announced, we were like, yeah. how do you have two people for best supporting <laughs> actor from the same movie? And if you don't know who we're talking about, Daniel Kel uh Kaluuya. 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 All right. Yep. Thank you. Um, yep. Daniel Kal Kaluuya. And then also Lakeith Stanfield, who were both in Judas and the Black Messiah, again, which we reviewed on this podcast. Um, and we we had our feathers ruffled. <laughs> they were both nominated out. Like there was clearly a lead. Yeah. 
I found out. So after that episode, I do want to make a clarifying point. Apparently, this is due to like voting. I had no clue about this. So unless an actor reaches a certain threshold for votes, um, they're not going to be in best actor. They would go to best like actor in a supporting role, which is how this happened. So basically, I don't like, they, I don't like that. <laughs> well, essentially, it split the vote. So neither of them got to the best actor category, which that's a whole other thing we can talk about for another time. But if you're like me and you're like, how does this happen? Like, who does this? Okay. Who's at the wheel? That's how that happened. So honestly, though, I'm so happy to see that he won. Well-deserved. I've loved his work ever since Get Out. I know people have known him before that, Mm -hmm. but I just think that it's symbolic and really good for a lot of reasons and well-deserved. And I hope, I, I mean... Honestly, I can't wait to see what he does next. So I, I just wanted I, to put that true. up there. And I think real quick before Marcus jumps in, I think the other thing that that's indicative of is I think that that really just highlights how awesome both of them did. Because oh, if it's yeah. the members of the Academy saying, you know, these guys fucking killed it and they didn't know what to do and they were split on it. I mean, we knew this because we saw it and other people who have seen the movie know it as well damn. I mean, it means that they just brought that and they both felt that they were deserving and they felt bad picking. And at the end of the day, I think they should both hang. If they, if ever, if that's an industry common knowledge, they should both feel, be really proud of the, of the efforts that they turned out. I agree. I agree. I just, it's just, before I get into my part, I do, I want to, I want to recognize that it is, it is great that we have, moments like these for these people who work so hard um and it's going to sound a little off when i say the things that i say about these big award shows um but i don't want to downplay the the moment for these people because that's great for them they get to get a bigger bag they get more money they get more opportunities when you are an award-winning insert this whatever and so like whatever the award is and and not that it should be the only thing that um, gauges your success or how successful or how great that you are because what we look at Leonardo DiCaprio and he didn't get his mm-hmm. until what was I forgot what movie that was that was oh, uh, he won for the Revenant for the Revenant yes. and that, when, like like what the fuck I, I, and that's a South Dakota <laughs> story believe it or not is it what the it, fuck it is so no. the character that he plays it doesn't take place in South Dakota but the character he plays was a big deal in the western part of our state um and there are actually I think there's a state park or at least a an area that's named after him for the Revenant. The, why do you know that because uh, I watched the Revenant I was like god damn this is really good and I wanted to know more about his character so I <laughs> no oh hey I guess the yeah. movie did his job I did not watch the Revenant I heard he slept with a bear killed well, him no a bear attacks him well a bear attacks, a bear attacks him, him. there was a rumor that the bear was doing something else but <laughs> yeah that's funny it's really uh, but, good though but so i want to put that there so congratulations yep. to all the winners and everything like that why do we have these award shows and why do we put so much value on them i you know i understand yep. we want to reward people for their successes but there's a there's a it's a balance and a line there for how much value we put into these shows. I'm sure that the ratings were lower than ever because it was actually some of the lowest ratings they've had, I think, in a decade. It was less than 10 million people. And that's not based off the pandemic. It's based no. off of you don't have any nobody has interest in these. This could almost be a closed door, no camera, no nothing party where just the big wigs go in and get awarded for things and maybe the rest of us don't watch. Maybe it's like eyes wide shut kind of party. Well, that's yeah. a bad comparison. But like um <laughs> I can't talk. Um I, yeah. But I just 
I don't see the purpose of these award shows anymore. Now, the thing that pissed me off was they readjusted their whole show because they thought this big moment was going to happen where Chadwick Boseman won in his category, may he rest (laughs) in peace, but it turns out he lost. And it made it anticlimactic. They even gave him, they gave away NFTs, which is a whole nother conversation about art. I did not know that. They gave giveaways that had a golden, like it was art of Chadwick Boseman. Everybody received this NFT of this art or something like that. Gotta look it up. I could be wrong, but I think everybody should look it up. That's problematic when someone Uh, passed away. uh, Just a smidge. (laughs) Oh, so, smidge. And Brian, you can correct me if I'm wrong and hop in. I, I'll you keep going. I'm just gonna I'll I'll get the deets real quick. I nope, you 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 I see so, the headline, you're right. Let me keep going. Like so, and I'll give me one tag. Yeah, keep going. I'll yeah. It's just this is problematic around the board. You you scheduled your whole show to have this big moment, which makes it either feel like it's phony or y'all don't even know what the fuck is going on internally. Yeah. Nobody knows who won. So Anthony Hopkins' sleepy ass ended up winning. <laughs> we don't even know the movie that it was for. <laughs> don't nobody know nothing. And also, you can't just award people because they are passed away. Now, Chadwick Boseman, on the other hand, I do feel like was a good actor. And he did deserve his nomination and award. But you're I don't know why we put so much value on these fucking award shows. Yeah. The Grammys, the Oscars, the Tonys, all of this shit. Who is this for? Who is this really, really for? Because if we're going to keep our directors making art to win the award, are you making art and then to be awarded for the great art that you make? That's fair. That's a fair I, conversation for sure. Um, cool. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is I was curious because we brought it up here. Um, do actors make more money after they after they win an Oscar? There are examples of this, but they so I got this from Cinema Blend, um, but they said that some people note that a salary boost for an actor can be 60% or higher. Um, One example is 2002 Halle Berry won an Oscar for monsters ball. Um, She was originally before that making a salary of $118,750 per movie. She boosted her to 6.5 million. Jesus. Tom Hanks in 1994. um, He was making about $700,000 per movie. After that, it was $10 million. Um, yeah, so it. I mean, it's uh, Oscar nominations and wins are like basically a, like a kiss from the Godfather. It it, it, mean, it can make or break people for sure. And that's the same thing that the that the Super Bowl halftime shows do. Mm-hmm. They don't. Sure. You know, the artists don't really get paid from that a lot of money. But uh-huh. what it does is it what it does do it it boosts your streams. It goes and says, mm-hmm. I don't know who this person is performing at halftime. It's the weekend. I'm going to go. Then everybody then go stream the weekend, especially if they like it or even if they don't. When you see that on the cover of a album, this is a Grammy, the Grammy winning artist, Adele. People are going to yeah. listen because it's Grammy winning and a sticker means something. But why do we place so much value on it? I guess that, that's the only question. And I don't have an answer. Well, and, and we're definitely like, right. We're definitely not the first ones to ask this question, but I no, think digging I into know. it too, it's also like, I also feel like it's part of this, like, like for me, it's part of my brain where it's like, I need to know the best thing and I need to know the best this. So it's easier for my brain. Right. So I'm not, I don't have to make all these hard decisions after a long day. I'm like, I'm going to go with the one that won the award and see what everybody's talking about. Right. Right. And I feel like that's part of it. I feel like that's part of our brain and who we are as like Mm -hmm. humans. Like we just, it's easier for us to make those 
decisions. But at the end of the day, I think you're right, Marcus, it's, it's art. And like, how can you hold a subjective view over another and then award it? And, 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 and this isn't even getting into like who votes on this stuff, by the way, right. like, which yep. right. is still overwhelmingly yep. white. And then it's still this institution. <laughs> like, are we still propping up this white institution to have us decide what is good and what is not, which mm-hmm. makes me feel weird, even on a movies podcast that we're on. Like, yep. you know, so it's just, it always just fills me with conflict. I, I usually watch because I'll be honest, like everybody's on Twitter. It feels like everybody's on Twitter during these awards shows. And I always get like a constant stream of laughter, whether Mm -hmm. it's the memes or just people like Mm -hmm. finding out random information. I do want to go back to Marcus. Marcus is right on the money folks. And I want to give some really like wild details here. Like he is right on the money as he usually is. So apparently there are some details still being figured out about this, by the way. So according to deadline, not everybody at the oscars got these nft tokens okay so if you don't know what that is it stands for non-fungible token Mm -hmm. if you don't know what that means the Mm. layman's turn is that hey this is like the real deal it's not a copied jpeg like that's basically Mm -hmm. it um you can take that for what it's worth it's weird but yeah basically it's it's chadwick yeah it's chadwick boseman's head and, and it, you can see it digitally and it was in some of the gift bags and I don't know I don't I hate I hate this <laughs> like, oh, I hate man. it I hate it Ooh. I don't I I mean hey I, where do you even begin movie. here's a non-fungible transaction for uh, a black guy's face good job proud yeah. of you and who's, who's passed away like right. you you do this is partly the reason why Prince didn't want people doing this stuff with his art yeah and him post yeah. you know like you know what I mean like and the and the problem is who gave you permission to do that yes you yeah. think that this is something cool to do and maybe you're trying to honor somebody but you it feels like you're doing this out of a fad I know yeah. you want to honor people but there's a whole thing here okay here's the other side when you do in memoriam of are you going to do NFTs of all of these people? Why did you do Chadwick Boseman in particular? I don't, yeah. Because you thought they were going to win? Also, you're going to hear it for, here first. Look, please look up NFTs. That's probably one of the ways of the future, like cryptocurrency. It's kind of like a virtual museum, and it's it's like a verification on art. Yeah, right. It means you get this original copy of things that you just get to hold dear digitally really i don't know how else to explain it you have to look up nft no i mean that's pretty much it it's it's like basically if you had monet's painting and and there was a thing that's like that this is the real one but it's digital like that's right like marcus said it wonderfully and it all became a big deal when they there was a big auction where someone paid an entirely irresponsible sum of money um for for this property (laughs) and digging into this more so there's a lot like as of thing it is not clear to me if this was included in the gift bags the artist says it was not who originally made it he said originally i believe they i take it back i don't know the gender of this person i'm gonna take that back they said that um this was going to be for an auction and half of the proceeds were going to go to a colon cancer foundation so like okay it appears that there's more going on here, but it also appears that it's confirmed by deadline that it was in some gift bags and deadline is usually right. Uh, 
So I just <laughs> this is shitty. <laughs> yeah, no, this it is, is weird. It, it is and I and I just I don't know. I don't feel like you would do this for another actor. No, like, or actress. I just or person who acts. I just don't. I don't know. Like yeah. why Chadwick? Seriously. <laughs> Again, <laughs> not not to take away from the man, but it just it seems no. very out of place considering that. Not to be morbid. But a lot of old actors die every year. Yeah. We don't, you don't, yeah. we don't, and we yeah. don't necessarily do it for everybody. Man. But a lot of like, no, you're right. A lot of old people die. Yeah. Not to spoil anybody's circle of life <laughs> discovery. Spoiler for I want someone mortality. to comment on this episode. Um, didn't need Spoiler. to ruin my life. Um, like, Spoiler. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> Is that how it all ends? Is that <laughs> it? Um, I didn't know the finale of life. Right. I, I don't know. Just it feels weird to do it. And it feels like it feels like pandering is what it feels yeah. like. Is it feels like pandering of like, oh, man, this really prominent African-American uh, actor died. Let's go ahead and surprise. He's going to be on the NFTs. I, I also check that box. Good I'm also us. just trying to think of like everybody in attendance and like, do you, do you really have like someone like Sasha Baron Cohen getting this gift bag? It's like, oh, uh, oh, okay. Like, is it like how? Right. I don't know. How do you arrive at this and be like, this would be a good thing to give people? For like, us. even that makes me feel gross. And it's and and I guess my point is, I'm mean, not to take away from anybody else's, but no, no, no. Go ahead. It's it's not because he's black. No, my thing is this person passed away. Right. After having a hard, you know, going through things that none of us knew he was going through and, and, oh. and passing away untimely. And it was just like, what the fuck? This guy was a rising star. You cannot do things like this because even if it's not, it looks like you're you're following a hype train. Yeah. Y- yes. Because how do you decide who gets what? Right. Who gets the NFT? How do you decide who gets? Now, if you were taking the art and gifting his family, that's something different. Yeah. If you're dropping it, whether they are or they're not, we don't know. But if you're dropping it into random gift bags like a fucking Snickers bar, this is not the place to give to the hoity-toity actor, actresses, and act yeah. like actors or people who act. I like the I like that phrase. And people, and people who act because how do you just fucking decide? How do you decide? Right. Yeah. It just yeah. feels really short-sighted and and like a th- I, it, yeah. yeah. Like don't. That shows you that this whole system is outdated. Do something different and change it and change the rules of voting and diversify some things, not just for the sake of color, but ideas and how to make it better or stop trying to force an outdated system down our throat. To be honest, how many people give a fuck? Well, and here's the other thing there. I mean, clearly with the boost in numbers that people get, like actors get for being in movies that win Academy Awards or even themselves being nominated or winning one. Clearly there's a tie between box office numbers, at least in the studio's mind, there's a tie between whether people will show up in a theater for an Oscar winning actor or director versus they won't. So be, if that's the system, I agree, we need to redo it. And I think we need to redo it because art imitates life and life imitates art. And as we kind of continue to grow and as our world becomes more complex and more voices that were previously suppressed are now being brought to light and being given this air for the first, in some cases for the first time, Mm -hmm. we need something that recognizes that story and you can't use the old system to judge a new competition. Like at some point in time, you're going to need to create Mm -hmm. new rules for a new world. And if you're not going to do that, we're going to continue to have these moments where, I mean, 
this must have been the first time that we've had this many women directors nominated. Mm -hmm. I mean, because there've been issues of that. I mean, I feel like last year there were no people of color that were nominated for um, director. I can't remember. It was an issue. I'll never forget. Congratulations to those men. That sticks out to me forever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because again, you're going to have to think about this because again, our world is, I I don't want to try and make people who are terrified of change terrified, but our world is getting (laughs) exposure to new light and there are new stories that are being told. Um, Not that they didn't exist. They're just finally being told and we got to be conscious of that. And we need to be able to elaborate and justify these type of things, especially because of the economic impact. Well, and like yeah, and, and I think I think the only thing I want to add here too is like if you watched the show, you saw how confusing it was at the end because <laughs> they banked on Chadwick Boseman winning this. Like they Chadwick balloons up in the ceiling. I, oh, like fuck, they on winning this award, usually you close with best picture for good reason. It's a group award. It it, it yeah. it's this is about movies, not individual like some of the awards are individual people, but this is this is about movies. So you would close with a movie. Um, and then they're rearranging it to like have this heartfelt thing, but you're banking on it, like yeah, to close right it out. Weird. It just doesn't feel good. And then on top of it, it came out that Anthony Hopkins was like, "I'll do. I'm not traveling there. I'm an old dude who like doesn't want to catch COVID, and I'm gonna have to go through like three hubs. Of course, I'm not traveling to, to New York. I'm happy to Zoom." And the prevailing rumor right now is that they wouldn't allow that. So like, not only are you sinking yourself <laughs> with someone who's willing to talk Jesus. for an acceptance speech, you bank on this emotional heartstring, which you didn't need to do. No. And then you close out your show super awkwardly with Joaquin Phoenix being like, good night. Like, oh, and, and just well, also and he didn't really, want to be there either way. No, really quick, it. really quick. This is like professional wrestling. They knew who was going to fucking win. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, the other thing that's stupid about this whole thing is it's it's not like it was like, hey, we've prepared this, but New York Jets, you're gonna plan the show. Good for you guys. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. It, it was they planned their own ceremony. They didn't need to do this because they had the fucking envelope already. So, that's so, that's one of the things here is that they're saying that they like pe- the people who do the telecast don't really know who the winners are and lock and key and all well, that stuff and and I feel at least for me I feel like if they would have known they wouldn't have done this but I don't know I think based on everything me. we're talking about here it's, it's clear people there go ahead excuse me Marcus. this is not the fucking super bowl or a presidential election <laughs> we don't give that much of a goddamn Okay. No, why is everything so damn secret? This is not a fucking no. cancer. This is a, a, another award show that guess what? How many? Okay, Brian and Doug. Hello. When is the last time you've watched the award-winning movie for the Grammys? I mean, for, or for the for the Oscars. The Oscars. I'm sorry. Uh, you mean like bo- before? Whatever like the on, best like movie. Whatever purpose, the like best after? movie. Yeah, like on purpose, like that you cared of that what the award-winning movie was. I mean, there was a while there that I. I mean, there's when a point was of uh, when was it? I can't when remember the movie, the but I've done it before where it was like, well, I won an Oscar, it. so it's got to be good. And then I remember being like, I don't know if I really like that. Um, um, you know what? I Parasite. I did do it for Parasite last okay. year. Parasite. Okay. I didn't, watch um, I didn't watch. I still haven't seen that. La La Land or Moonlight. I oh, think I, La, seen to be honest with you, I I think La La Land was probably the last one I watched because it got so much hype. And what I should have known is that it's a musical and I don't like musicals as plot mm-hmm. devices in movies. So I don't know why I would have signed on for that, but that's it a just, different debate for a different time. <laughs> it just feels <laughs> it's not 
that big of a secret. No. Like, it's let uh, the people who are planning yeah. the party know what the fuck is going on next. Uh, can that be your lesson from this? Of like, hey, maybe next time, talk to the people producing? Like, <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm not going to blow up a balloon with somebody's face on it and put NFTs in a bag if I know. Do you know what an awkward fucking meeting that had to have been? Okay, so imagine a room. They're all sitting in a big boardroom, and one dude sitting on one side of this going like, yep, we've got all the awards sealed. They're in their envelopes, and we'd love to tell you, but we can't. Um, all right, let's turn it over to the award ceremony uh, director. Okay, great. So we're going to rearrange fucking everything because Chadwick obviously is going gonna win am i right guys and the guy with the awards is like yeah sweat like it's just like yeah of course wink like oh yeah no he didn't no you're right no he didn't like honestly honestly at this point and i'll and i'll start shutting up i know i've talked a lot but like honestly at this point doing this old like money thing of like we're gonna read all these names and come (laughs) on up and say your piece like i feel like it would be better suited if like we did like a barbara walters hybrid thing and we just take the winners and just just talk to them for like five to ten minutes about their thing and they won because they always want to give their speech anyway right and just have this interview have it be more intimate we get to know them like i would love to hear more from any of them like like not being rushed off the stage like and it still accomplishes everything else the nominees still get to be nominees that you just don't get the interview you know you know they get is the guy for who did inside the actor studio is he dead? I, I don't think Lipton? he's dead. Yeah, is he dead? Oh, no, it's funny that is... I was thinking the same thing. My Google search, y'all, my cookies are gonna be all over the place. They're gonna be all over the place. I don't think I, I I would love that idea because then that makes it more compelling for me to be like, oh, Daniel Kaluuya. You did yeah. a great job in this interview and you seem like such a nice guy. I'm going to go watch a movie. Not because I'm really interested in it, but I'm going to go watch it. And he get well, he at least gets to talk about like, yeah, this was important to me because and this yes. is what I did right. and this is why it was important. And and they get more time to actually like dive into it, to talk about like why they did it, right? That's why we do this. We do movies for connection right. and you actually get a piece of that connection. Like well, I don't and- need to see Halle Berry on stage being like movies right. inspire. Right us and have her read bad copy that an intern like you know had to finish at the last minute it. last night well and I, again because i mean conservatively in normal times this production lasts three hours with commercial breaks yeah you could in theory just say we picked the seven topics that people <laughs> give a shit about and guess what we did Everybody gets 20 minutes to sit down with James Lipton and talk about how they so won. And you need away. to tune in to find out who wins. We should get him an NFT. <laughs> get, get an NFT of, of James Lipton. But it's just Lord. drinking Lipton iced tea. Um, so I think that'd be very funny. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. But I just think, it would, I, I just think that that's a much better. That's a much dark. better. Yeah. No, I agree. But I having agree. an illustrious person who knows what they're talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. That's much better. Anyway. Yep. I agree. Well, uh, let's take a hard right away from award winning movies Woo-hoo. to talk about Mortal Kombat. Um 
fatality. We are we are getting off at this exit because it came up quick. Um, so gentlemen, this week for the movie, we watched Mortal Kombat. Um, I am going to just kind of give everybody quick fast facts about Mortal Kombat. Um, Mortal Kombat. It was directed by Simon McCoy. Uh, it was written by Greg Russo, no relation to the Russo brothers, um, and Dave Callahan. Callahan, sorry, I couldn't see if there was an R and M. Um, Cal- Dave Callahan. It stars Louis Tran as Cole Young, Jessica McNamee as Sonya Blade, Joss Lawson as Kano, uh, Joe Tolson as Sub Zero, uh, Makad Brooks as Jax, and Tada ooh, Tada Nobu. An Asano as Lord Raiden, Raiden, um, and Hiroku Sonata as Scorpion, um, Chin Han as Shang Tsung. Um, these are, I mean, and 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 that's kind of the the cat, the big cast rundown. Um, I got that from IMDb, so check uh, out on IMDb all of that's the good. people who were in this. Um, the budget for this movie was fifty-five million. It is one oh. of the first movies that came out after the pandemic when theaters were starting to open. So the box office thus far fifty-one point one million. That's so it is about to break. It's actually pretty good. It's about Decent. to break. This movie when it's all said and done will make its money back at the very least Mm -hmm. um which is good considering all factors gentlemen it's mortal combat it's people fighting each other to the point that they bleed all over the place do we need a synopsis i don't think so but if we really think we need a synopsis that's fine by me you're off the hook this week marcus for a barbershop summary of mortal combat but gentlemen what did you like thoughts on this particular movie it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Like, this is as advertised. This is yeah. R-rated Mortal Kombat. And if that's not your jam, that you you know what it is. And here's the other thing. It was on HBO Max. Yep. Like if you already pay for HBO Max, you just got a free movie to watch. Like mm-hmm. it's true, you did. It's no premium paywall to pay behind. It it literally yep. did what it was supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. I actually will say this. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I will say this, and I actually want to challenge a comment Brian just made that it was okay. as advertised. Challenges ass. Ooh, really? I'm not taking Brian to town on it. How um, dare you? I just I think to my to my comment is fight. Hey, fight, like fight, people. Fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not gonna pull his spine out through the no, TV it. and throw it on the ground. Um, okay. Here's here's what I want to say. I think that whoever was doing the PR for this movie needs to be fired and need to shut the fuck Whoa. up. Because there is no I part of it. me. They went on this big hype train about how it's the bloodiest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, and people went home at the end of the day feeling ill. And oh, I, I do you know remember I mean? that. And, and there's yeah. this part of me that kept waiting like, okay, when's it going to happen? <laughs> and it never up? happened. And I, to be <laughs> honest, I was a little let down by that. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted I agree to with see. You. I wanted to see like, like fucking just guts mm-hmm. ever. Like when yeah. you say people went home sick, maybe it's because I've played too much Mortal Kombat video <laughs> games, so I'm a little desensitized to it. But mm-hmm. there's a part of me that's like, oh okay, oh cool, yep. Well, that was fun, and then I just kind of <laughs> went home. Like and and so there's no part of me that felt like it lived up maybe to the hype train that it had initially been it had initially received. Was I entertained? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, was it did it do it exactly what it needed to do for sure? And the fight scenes in it were super cool. Um, I didn't think a hat could function as a buzzsaw. Um, oh, yeah, which was oh, really, yeah. really cool. But there's just also part of me that was like, okay, 
and I feel like the hype train needed to maybe <laughs> dial it back a tidge. Well, I feel like the I didn't. I thought we read things that we like. So I'll go. I, I, threw, the, I threw the I, script out the fucking like, window. No, Sorry. Right. I let's, went to go, town. let's go. Let's go back. I like it. So I feel like a part of that is because of the graphics. Sure. Um, in some areas, it looks decent, and in some areas, it's not the best that's, graphics in the world. That's fair. Or, and so if you were maybe using real, more realistic graphics, maybe not CGI and maybe real, like, you know, not real blood, but like the, the prop mm-hmm. blood and guts and stuff like that, maybe it makes it a little bit better because some of the CGI was kind of wonky here and there. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't seem on par or maybe because I'm not in a the theater and I just can that's pay fair. closer attention in my home. Right. So, cause that's how I consumed it was, you know, at home. So yep. Maybe that's part of the reason. I, I will agree, though. They have to stop doing this thing like they did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, soldier. I'm a soldier. Um, <laughs> with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and um, and everything else that comes out where they're going to tell you, no, 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 it's the best. Wait till this episode. I'm telling you, we got right. to yeah. like trust your audience. Once again, we always come back to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Trust that your audience is just going to consume it and understanding. And if they don't, then explain why they were supposed to. But all this bullshit preliminary stuff, you have to stop that because you're gassing shit up and then it's coming down. The only thing that was, I, the only director that did it right was maybe Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like, hey, it's going to be worth it. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Two motherfuckers fighting. And we were yeah. like, oh, okay, it's exactly what we think it is. Pretty much. Yeah. Motherfuckers fighting. And I Pretty will much. say this, like pivot back to things I liked. Some of the CGI I loved, like all of the shit with Sub-Zero, like when Jax fires that gun and those bullets slow down because oh, they're encased in ice. Yeah, that's that cool. was good. When he that's maybe the best Scorpion's, sequence in the film. When, when he freezes Scorpion's blood, hits that him with it and throws him through a glass of a thing of ice. <laughs> that was really cool. Was like was some of these moments are really, really fun and really, really cool. I'm just, again, like we've kind of talked about, I'm disappointed with this, like people went home sick. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. okay like great but that doesn't do much for me now so and they have fucking weak stomachs weak right. ass hoe. yeah maybe y- yeah maybe i would not that. i don't i mean maybe i agree with you doug i don't know who those people are i, I but i enjoyed it for it just kind of went for it because i could kind of oh, sure. see where the seams are for a pg-13 movie yep of how they were doing stuff like they would have cut away for the buzzsaw scene and you yep. wouldn't see so someone bisected um the goro fight i don't think would have made a pg-13 cut so Uh -uh. i think that looking at it as a whole r-rated film i'm just seeing someone that they had an idea and they did it yeah that was satisfying in some realm brian your you know your your tweet where you were like mortal Kombat (laughs) is what the parent what the what the what congress was worried about during the 1999 like violence in video games hearings was spot on that is (laughs) exactly what it is like it is oh you're worried that your kids are going to be desensitized to violence hi doug and i said that this wasn't troubling none of this was troubling (laughs) at all like that's exactly what this was Well, and for for some young listeners out there, I'm saying that because I feel like I'm an old man. I know our, I'm where our age range skews for this podcast. You can look this up. Like the, the Congress held hearings about Mortal Kombat uh-huh. in 1993 because they're like this video game. There's blood in it, and I yeah. don't like it. And yeah. we're gonna have a moral panic about this now. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. And yep. like it led to the entire video game like rating system mm-hmm. E for mm-hmm. everyone and everything like that because congress was like if you don't do this then we're gonna do it and the game industry is like okay fine we'll just, we'll just letters like everybody else i guess and, and then, that was kind of pointless and now yeah. and it was kind of really pointless pays, i don't think anybody pays attention to that except parents who are 
yep. you know, like hover, like, you know, yep. those, those kind of pop up parents up. Cause if you or, look yeah, like you're it, under 16, they're yeah, not going to sell you they a, won't sell a it mature to you, game. Right? Yeah. Yep. But it's not a fucking bar. It's a video game. Like parents <laughs> have to watch their <laughs> children. They have to watch what yeah. they consume. You know what I mean? Like everything else. Yeah. It's just like everything else. Yeah. So, that's but that's exactly what this movie was. It was like, Oh, this is what you thought that game was incredible. Cause yes. if you look at the 1992 game, it's like, it's, it's like not, packets of ketchup that are the blood. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I lost my ketchup. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how else to explain it. It's almost eight, nothing. Eight, eight bit blood doesn't slap as much Here, as here's my thing. blood. Here's my thing. The dialogue. Yeah. You gave me too much fucking story. Sorry, I'm going to try and stop cussing. Where do you, wait, but Marcus, what mm-hmm. is too much story about Earth losing <laughs> nine, nine turns in a row for the <laughs> outer realm to control Earth and they have to win one more tournament? Oh. And the- <laughs> you see, you see how Brian did that? They could have did that in the beginning on some Star Wars font or some shit like that. Yeah. They, they should have, or go get fucking LeBron James or something because... <laughs> Because that wasn't it. I mean, because he's down. Ooh. We're down. It, that did not need any walk, extra like stage. He sits down. He's like, just, everybody take a seat. I'm going to walk you through Mortal Kombat. Don't worry about it. I got it. He's kind of like, like a drunk history thing. Like if he's yes. got like a, a nice string, it's like, all right, yeah. shut up. Listen to me. Here's what we're going to do. This is what we got. Yeah, I got it. Turns a basketball into a spinning fucking saw blade. Um, yeah. So I hear it was too much dialogue or too much story. I feel yeah. like they over-explained what Mortal Kombat. Now the original talked about took actually took us to the tournament, and that was the downside yeah, for me. Was I was about an hour in or forty five minutes in, and I was like, "Are they gonna get to the tournament place?" I said the same thing to Maggie, yeah. and it's just so weird to me that we never got there. No. Like I get the cheating <laughs> before you get there because you're da- if you're down nine one, and yeah. I really just need one more. Okay, I might cheat too. Like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. Because like, let's get this shit the fuck over I with. Mean, but also, yeah. if you're down nine one, they're not gonna get no much better. Just let them win and lose because they didn't well, do so hot. Also, like the idea, like they totally didn't need this because it brought up no. way more questions than it needed. Because <laughs> yes. it was like, yes. wait a minute, yes. if this guy, if this guy's a god, if Shao Kahn's a god, and he yes. can just like make a force field or lightning, and then so why don't you just go to Earth Realm? Why do you need yeah. the contest? Like. Mm-hmm. It, it just because they're not supposed way. to, and sometimes they follow well, the rules, but right? Because of the the older gods don't. or the elder gods or whatever, and you're like, but who cares? Because obviously you just want more control to whatever. In any case, yeah. also I do want to make a point: the Mortal Kombat wiki I sent to Marcus and Doug. <laughs> yes. um, I doubt they read it, but to any listeners who are like, where's all this story coming from? I watched it; it didn't make sense. There is like pages of just dumb Mortal Kombat <laughs> lore. I cannot emphasize enough to you how brain-numbing it is to read about the Dragon King and be like, well, this is actually before the first tournament. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? There's so a, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? Like, the amount of lore was actually slimmed down for the movie, which is just wow, oh, jeepers. Oh, I, really? And, yeah, that's insane. You know the other thing I didn't you know, I didn't fucking need? I didn't need an explanation on how they get their superpowers. <laughs> no, I didn't fucking need that. Fascinating. It was okay, it is, but simultaneously is not. Uh because there's a <laughs> like I I don't need to necessarily because again, I there was never a part of me playing the video yeah. game that was like, I wonder why that guy can shoot ice and why that guy can shoot fire. <laughs> All right, I guess I guess the world will never know. Like, like they I didn't just need. They, they went too deep into it. They really I, went. They went too deep. You deep gave dive. it a name, my Arcana. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. What? Okay. 
I mean, it's cool. Fine. Like, okay, like, it's cool. But this whole thing is a training montage. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need a training montage. It also, honestly reminded me of Harry Potter. <laughs> and like, when you get to Hogwarts and like, you can specialize in transfigure, <laughs> you know, You can bend battle <laughs> magic or invisibility magic. Like, it was like that, but like, everyone was meaner <laughs> and a monk in the <laughs> desert. Like, yeah. that's what it felt like. With jeans on. Yeah, that's yeah. Also, what the fuck? <laughs> you are in the middle of a desert, and you're—they d- didn't give you a preview at all. Kano wasn't like, "Hey, buddy, just real quick, we're going to literally a desert. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. pop some shorts on there, bro? Because it's gonna be hot." Yeah. Um, yeah. the other thing is. Scorpion is just talking Japanese at this person and he just gets it. Like <laughs> he didn't speak Japanese. He yeah. wasn't from Japan. But these yeah. two warriors are shouting in different languages at you, and you're just like, mm-hmm. got this. Yep. Okay. You're right. Everybody say, relax. I get it. <laughs> I appreciate that this movie differentiated that in the captions because I feel like you didn't need That's to do fair. that, but you were responsible in being like, these are two different languages and these are two different people coming from two different heritages. And even in a dumb MK movie, I just feel like it's important to call that out. Yeah, I also fair. had this mental image nice. of like them facing off Sub Zero and Scorpion and having mm-hmm. somebody two different languages. Yeah, who doesn't know? Like myself, I can't tell you who's speaking Japanese or Chinese, <laughs> and just hearing these two right, like magical ninjas talking to each other, they... being like, "I don't know what you're saying to each other." Oh, that they did this. I thought they were both speaking the same language. I apologize if that's rude. No, I had no idea it was two different. Like, oh no, they put captions on it. He was like, "I wasn't I wasn't paying attention that much, man. I just thought the two, I was just telling yo, when y'all gonna fight? Just start fighting. Just get well, that's what this movie set you up for, though. So I kind of get too it. Too much dialogue. I don't need the extra shit. Just I mean, get to scrapping. I need to see y'all fighting. I, I, also, I, go ahead. Man. Also, I really wish that if you're gonna take such a deep dive into. Like, if you're going to take such a deep dive into their backstory, can you at least can you at least give Scorpion like a pet Scorpion? Can his sigil be a Scorpion? Can there be a Scorpion somewhere in this fucking movie? Because he shows up. He's like, yep. I'm Scorpion now. No, this is what he's like. Okay, like okay, bro. Did you just give yourself a nickname in hell, or or what was that about? You thought you sent me to hell, but I took control of the flames of hell, Scorpion. No, that's really like a fire tarantula or something. Like maybe you should get something that's more relatable to your name, buddy. That's definitely not a Scorpion. I don't know. Now in this corner, fire-eyed tarantula versus Sub Zero. (laughs) Sub Sub Zero literally had ice coming off of his hands, and he was like, oh. Okay, I get that. Sub Zero Scorpion came, started throwing garden and gardening Wait. tools around. Wait. Wait. Okay, he's First a scorpion. Off. No, he's not. He's wearing yellow. Wait. If anything, he's a demon. Why is he? A <laughs> First off, one, I will not stand for the scorpion slander because if I was in the same situation. And I, I, can, I can just, I'm going to just call myself whatever the heck I want because I okay. just survived the underworld. So you're going to call fair. me Scorpion. That's, you kind of earned it. I'm an undead ninja. Um, <laughs> I also want to say the whole thing with his family. 
that is legit in the video game. Like the yeah. first video game, they're like, oh, a Scorpion won the tournament, but he can never see his family again. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Huh? Excuse me? I'm dead serious. <laughs> like you go to YouTube, I am dead serious. And you look up like Scorpion MK1 ending and it's like, he lives forever, but can never see his family again in the other <laughs> oh, realm. And you're like, well, that's okay. a downer. I thought I just won. won Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I won. Why the fuck is this the win? This is the prize. What did the loser get? This shit is terrible. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, can we also talk about the dialogue of, hey, you hear that? He's about to get his soul sucked. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Marcus, that. the dialogue served its purpose to get us from one point to That's true. another. Brian. Brian, okay. I don't need Mortal Kombat turning into a soft porn in the middle of the movie. <laughs> it wasn't even, it was like soap opera. Like, which, yeah, it was. by the way, Weird. the Venn diagram of people who enjoy soap operas and who enjoy like Mortal Kombat, <laughs> it is a near circle. It's it has to be. Like, because it is the same. Brian, please stop flexing your monkey, your monkey paw hands <laughs> inside the thing. It's like man. bragging now. Yeah, um, like, look what I can do. <laughs> you're right though i mean this whole thing first off are you just hanging around every time he's sucking somebody's souls <laughs> and that's the sound you like Like, are you just in the <laughs> other like are you in the other room like eating cereal being like yep he's doing it again like wait, wait, wait. why are quiet. you always you there how else we'll is make, the audience gonna know down. what he's doing though doug hey, i mean that's fair that? like but he's about to suck his soul <laughs> This is my favorite oh. part. He's about to suck his soul. How long have you been around? <laughs> your favorite part? Like, this is your, that means what? you've been around for more than one time. I mean, this is happening. And you I, just stood there. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. All the characters, like, it's like they knew it was an unskippable cinematic in a video game. It was like, I'm pressing A. I want to change this. Please, please. I have slammed X a hundred times. Please just let me skip this. Well, I mean, and this pops up too when Liu Kang avenges Kung Lao and he's like, fatality for Kung Lao. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, you wanted fatality in this movie so bad all that you them, paired it of... with like the emotional thing of like, oh yeah, he's dead. They just they started yelling out just all of these things yeah. randomly. Yes. Flawless, Flawless victory. victory. Excuse okay. me. Who are you talking to? <laughs> right. I loved it, but I also expected it. I mean, just they just they, the way they talk about some of these things, they talk about it as if like, oh yeah, Mortal Kombat, right? We get it. Right? Right, flawless victory. Right, Mortal Kombat. Right, that's, that's what you would. That's yell exactly you, that. And I was the audience. I was like, "Yeah, keep going." You're like, right. That was Mortal me. Kombat. You're right. Yeah. Like, or like, it's like us going. To, like, it's just it was complete, complete yeah. bonkers. Also, um, real quick, um, this motherfucker stabbed another dude in the eye with a goddamn garden gnome, and that's how yeah. you took him down. Yeah, Honestly, I'm sorry. I like what. That. I mean, I, I know like you spit on that. He spit on that garden. I know he disrespected the garden gnome, but there is no way you did battle in a house with (laughs) knives and glass and other hard things. And yet the garden gnome did it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Kano, right? First of all, loved Kano. Thought he was phenomenal. One of the best parts of the movie. Um, And his viewpoint was was perfect. But it's one of those things where you know a character is going to lose an eye. You know he's going to lose his eye. And they kept giving scenes where oh this is the time he's gonna lose his eye right here oh look at the scratch on his eye that's how he loses it oh no he didn't lose his eye no, no, is no, this no, is no, it no. is this it so you're telling me it's like nick fury and in, in captain marvel like yeah. oh it's oh. the part where he's gonna lose his eye and then it turns out it was a fucking cat stupid but like flirking 
well, flirt, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna flirt my foot in somebody's ass for writing that in that movies. But like, I just feel like they 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 hype that moment up for that. But I don't know. It was just kind of anticlimactic too. And then Sonya Blade looking over like, I got the tattoo, y'all. I'm finally worthy. Like you don't need well, that fucking mark to I be mean, worthy. And I said this to Marcus earlier. Can she just <laughs> mind her own goddamn business? <laughs> Look, she she's sitting on the side. She's sitting on the sidelines, and Uh-oh. Jax is over here having his arms torn off, and he oh, has gosh, these like Jax. half-assed monk metal arms. Who and gave him them light-ass arms and expected she, him? She to walks fight? up. She's like, "Yep, it's hard. <laughs> you you have metal arms. I don't get to compete in the tournament. We're the same." I'm sorry. We, what? Meanwhile, what? Jax is Jax is looking like they gave me two forks. To- <laughs> I loved the fact that they're like, well, we need to like nerf Jax before he gets like super arms. Like we need to find yeah. a way to build this up. And I, I like, loved yeah, it because I was like, oh, that's so hard. His arcana, his arcana, his arcana is that he becomes cyborg. That's his arcana. Everybody um, black, guy. everybody black gets cyber oh, oh, That's what's oh happening. Oh my gosh, you're right. Second, Cole's over here like, I'll never see my family again. You're right. You'll never see your family again. I can't compete in the tournament for the same. Like, just mind your own goddamn business. Like, look, I don't, I don't need this to be that. Like, Sonya, I don't need it to be look, that. Sonia Blade is like the A student in every class, asking for extra homework. She is the Hermione but Granger for this wizard. She, right, but world. she like she never makes the team. Like, she's no. great in class, but she never makes whatever team she tries out for because she's always studying so much. Um, so that's who I saw Sonia Blade as. Super smart, and was also halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh, she's totally gonna kill kano and take his mark because this guy this is the only antagonist they've met there's no way she does it and so i felt very satisfied also i was a little little upset with the like (laughs) luke luke kang is like she's like please tell me i get to get back at the woman like with the teeth he's like no no you go fight him i'll fight the woman (laughs) like (laughs) what why yeah that that huddle was stupid. <laughs> stupid. It was stupid. Here's, but the movie, it's so weird how they, I don't think we're going to be able to get to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, we're going to have to. So we're going to have to wrap this fucking right. shit up. I, I just, I just, I just, it's a lot. I think it it's a good movie. It yes. has, it's good dialogue and it's the first one of its universe. I mean, they're like, going to do another one. I mean, yeah. so. So Redemption like said, is coming. But please get a better lead actor. I don't think well, that Cole Young is the guy to lead this charge. Uh-uh. And maybe curious. it changes when Johnny Cage comes, but I don't know. I'm just curious why they felt they needed to add a new character. Like, Mortal right. Kombat has so many characters. Too many. And there's yeah, so many dumb ones. And not saying he needed to be a dumb one, but, like, this easily this could have been Liu Kang and like hit like a different Liu Kang yeah. story like you could have modified it and he could have met another character I don't I don't know why you needed an audience surrogate because no. if you were going to have one Sonya Blade is actually oh, a little bit would... closer to an audience surrogate if you think about it yeah so I... that was weird to me but like it all worked I loved my time with this movie
at this point, everybody, we started talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and we ran long. So we are going to stop our discussion here for this episode of the podcast. We are done with Mortal Kombat. We recommend it. Go check it out on HBO Max. And at this point, we are going to end the episode. But don't worry, we're going to have an entire bonus episode dedicated to Falcon and the Winter Soldier with all of our opinions, views, wrap ups and recommendations coming to you in a bonus episode. So thank you for tuning in and make sure to check us out tomorrow. Um, Well, gentlemen, that does it for uh, this week's episode. We got into a lot and we have reached a point in time where it is time to plug things. Um, I'm going to kick it on over to Brian. Brian, what do you have to plug this week? Who um, I didn't come with anything prepared. Always check out the lovenerds.com. Some great stuff there. Um, I guess I will just also plug like. Read, read the news. That's good, too. Make sure to read the news. I'm going <laughs> to say that's true. Too. It is. Yeah. True. I thought Brian was going to forget the love nerds again. I was like, oh, no, Brian, not again. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't Marcus, do that. What, what, do you, what do you have to plug? Um, uh, Just Noah gear coming soon. New music coming sooner. Um, There's a lot of stuff in the works. I my brain I'm having a brain fart. This semester's kicking my ass. Holla at me next. We, next we week. also just deep dived into some really tough topics, so it's yeah. okay. I think we can yeah, give we ourselves some grace. Y'all know the routine. Just go to my Instagram. Yeah, you know I mean Marcus J Destin. Hit the link tree and whatever you find appealing in there, whether it's our Patreon or anything else, you know, just hit a link and support something. Yeah, absolutely. And the most important thing with Marcus is to always follow the mantra, and you know what it is: never offended, there always humble. Thank you, um, gentlemen, the only thing that I have to plug is this podcast. Continue to listen and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We have some great stuff coming up. Um, we're getting into summer movie season, so we're going to have like, hear a lot more from us on different things that are coming out. Check out the Patreon. Um, we have had some fantastic facial expressions over the course of this oh episode alone. Yeah, so for, for sure. bonus content and for videos, check out all of our stuff there. Um, Otherwise, gentlemen, there's a three-step process to success that Films in Black and White recommends. Brian, what is that first step? Make sure to read. We had such a rich discussion today about Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we all shared news articles with each other, breaking down different aspects of this show so we could more intelligently talk about it and form opinions. So read. Read something. Absolutely. Or read source material. There's that tons too? of Falcon and the Winter Soldier cartoons, oh, uh, cartoons yes. comics on the uh, Marvel Unlimited app. So check that out there. Marcus, what do you got for step two? Step two is drink some water. It's getting hot outside. You know, you know uh, sweat, sweating all over the place. I got to get in the gym. And you know what I'm going to do when I get in the gym? Drink some That's water. It. Gatorade yes. is not it. Okay, no. You can't just be drinking Gatorade and not doing anything. That's not really healthy for you. You got you to gotta get some water in your system. Not crystal light, but pure water. Helps you piss. And a whole lot of other things that your body needs to do, like converting food into energy, which is also important. Um, Gentlemen, it is warm outside. It's the part in time where we're maybe wearing some lighter color clothes. uh, clothes, And overall, what happens with those clothes is they tend to absorb, you know, uh, liquid um, and uh, sweat. And what happens is that sticks with you and it stays on you. And so that's why it is so important to say you've got to wash your ass. Uh, People can smell you coming from 
20 steps away. Um, if you leave, but a part of you stays behind, that may be time to wash your ass. <laughs> so just do everyone a favor. Do yourself a favor. Do your, your friends, your loved ones, uh, your family. Just do them a solid and just wash your ass because it's wash it. and you've got to. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, as always, we very much appreciate you sticking around for this week's episode. We'll be back next week with the same stuff you know and love. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch y'all next week. <laughs>